Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We ask and we say there is illumination. The highest of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. As we feed on your word this afternoon, we ask and we say there is clarity, there is precision, and your name alone is glorified, even as we are edified in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Following God's plan for your life. Following God's plan for your life. I, like I told you, I love to start with this text, John 8 verse 12. Um, there are two texts I've been starting with in this series. And um, if, you, if you have been very observant, and it's just like an anchor text for me. And it's just because I like the text. So um, I'm using John 8 verse 12 where it says, And Jesus yeah, and speak Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me will not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And Hebrews 12, verse 1. Hebrews 12, verse 1. So that means as a believer, you must understand that as you follow Christ, you have the light of life. Amen. Say, I have the light of life. I have the light of life. All right. So in Hebrews 12, verse 1, it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about, with a great crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which does easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And that's because we are talking about following God's plans for our life. That's what we are looking at a race that is set before you. So don't don't try to attribute this text that I'm saying to uh, any. We are not doing grammatical analysis or contextual analysis now. We just um, like I just said, it's just like an anchor text that. I just love to use to explain this series to us. Amen. All right, look at the Second Timothy 4, verse 7. Second Timothy 4, 7. Second Timothy 4, verse 7. It says, I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith. It says, I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith. Right? Yeah, so, um, I... If you, if you followed us in this series, uh, we said Christianity is an active term. Um, we, we've said, uh, if you read in Ephesians 1, uh, you see that it says we are forgiving, you are blessed. Look at in Ephesians 1, where it says, uh, so th- there's so many things you have to understand. In fact, we even have a material on past tense of the New Testament grace, so that you can understand. Um, you see in verse 3, it says you are blessed. In verse 4, it says you are chosen. In verse 5, it says you are predestinated. Verse 7, it says you have redemption, you know. So you have all of those uh, active terms in Christianity. So, and there's also present continuous, where, where it says, let us run the race. You see in Ephesians 6, verse 18, where it says, uh, in Ephesians 6, 18, where it says, praying always with all prayers and supplication. You see also where it says, faking the shield of it in verse 16. So there are present continuous things also with Christianity. So there are active things to your Christian life. And uh, you must understand those facts. There are active things, run, fight, uh, uh, pray, uh, you know, they're just active things. And so, not and, and it's just like if we look at in Galatians 5, verse 17, where it says, Walk in the Spirit, uh, active things in Galatians 5, verse 24, 
It says, let us also walk in the Spirit. So you, you see in verse 6, it says, walk in the Spirit, verse, 7, verse 24, it says, walk in. So there are active things about our Christianities, uh, Christianity that you must understand, and that is very key. So once you can pay attention to the active part of what Christ has done, it's going to help you. So, and there are also, um, there are active things and there are things that are present continuous tenses. Are you getting it? So, nothing to be done. So, it's, so, there's nothing to be done to enter the rest of God. You just have to believe the gospel. And like I told you, there's no reward for salvation. Uh, salvation is just um, a gift. So, don't expect that you're going to be rewarded for uh, for the fact that you are saved, for the fact that you are forgiven, for the fact that you are blessed in Christ. That's <laughs> whether you'll be rewarded for that, right? You'll be rewarded for things like you are fighting, things of your running, things of walking in the spirit, things like forgiveness, that you, you that you forgive somebody. You'll be rewarded for ministry. Are you getting what I'm saying? You're rewarded for sacrifice. You're rewarded for even walking in the spirit. You're working, you're rewarded for, you're rewarded for things like that. So look at the Philippians 2. Look at, look at something. So, like I told you, there are also there are active tenses or active terms in our Christianity. Look at it in Philippians 2, verse 12. Philippians 2, verse 12. It says that, uh, look at what it says. It says that, Wherefore, my brethren, as ye have also have always loved, not to say in my presence, but now much in my asset, walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Now, this is a scripture that a lot of people have had issues with they say work out your salvation with with fear and trembling they will not think that um there's there's something you ought to do with your salvation no 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 in verse 13 it says for it is god look at it in the next verse very quick it says for it is god who worketh in you so who is going to work out the salvation for you god so it's god who worketh in you both to will and to do all this good pleasure so you, you hear things like, you hear this, you see, before we even come back to this, before we even come back to this verse, the, uh, there's this statement that people normally say, uh, don't be like, uh, don't be like somebody else, be yourself, be yourself. You know, as harmless as that, you know, as harmless as that statement is, it's actually not true in Christianity. Be yourself. Don't be like somebody else. Be yourself. I mean, if I've heard that, that statement before, as harmless as that statement is, it's not true in Christianity. Do you know why? Because we are told in Christianity to be like Jesus. <laughs> we are told to model our life like Jesus. We are told to pattern our life like Jesus, to be a, that Jesus is our exemplary model. So if we are trying to not be like everybody else, right or if we're trying not to be like that then we will not be like jesus are you seeing it so we 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 ought to be like jesus so so back to that this text that we're reading so in salvation the holy spirit so when he says it is god who works in you one thing you must understand don't forget we are still studying following god's plan for your life right and i told you i'm going to be very patient in this series just because i want you to understand quite a number of things. I don't know if you've been getting some clarity since the beginning of this series. I don't know if you've been getting a bit of clarity. Don't worry. By the time I'm done with this series, you would have a number of clarity. Are you getting what I'm saying? You would, a whole lot of things would be so clear to you. So when he says that, um, don't be like somebody else, 
be like oh sorry what was i saying i was saying in salvation right maybe i should talk about that don't be like somebody else again we we, we you know so there's a difference you know there's also that be unique also where it says be unique people tell you be unique be this don't pattern your see you know paul had to write to timothy there's something i was i was reading this morning paul had to write to timothy and said um you have known me you have known my pattern of life he even told timothy that he should follow him follow his pattern of life so that shows in christianity we are modeling our lives after someone so that statement of be unique, let me tell you the truth. They are actually telling you to be unique towards somebody else. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that, that's, why, that's why even as Christian leaders, you must be an example, right? Because people are watching you. People are trying to follow that same pattern. Uh, people are trying to follow the pattern that you have set, right? For people, you know. All right, so we said it is God who worketh in you. In this Philippians 2 verse 13, I want you must understand that in salvation, the Holy Spirit works on our desires. You must understand something. I, I, I'm going to explain some things about your desires today. Are you ever ready to learn that? Some things about your desires, what you want, all those hundred million dollars, you know, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. You know, we, we should talk about it, right? I mean, I mean, we should, right? So, in, in salvation, the Holy Spirit is good, works on our desires. So, it is God at work in you, both to will and to do. It is God. Now, look at something very carefully. Remember, in Romans 8, it told us that we are led of the Spirit, right? Right? I'm going to remember that. In Romans 8, it says we are led of the Spirit. So many of born of God is led of the Spirit of God, right? We are led of the Spirit. So, that means... You are always led of the Spirit, always. And let me also tell you, God is at work all the time. Now, I'm coming gradually. You know, this place it says, it is God which worketh in you. That word worketh is from the Greek word, I don't know if you can read is from the Greek word, energio. It's energio. Worketh is the Greek word, energio. And it's an active word again. Worketh is the Greek word, energio, and it's an active word again. And it means an activity that does not stop. You will find that same, similar, you, you find the semblance of that statement in uh, Ephesians 3, verse 20, where it says that, uh, look at in Ephesians 3, verse 20, where it says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, all that we ask or things according to the power that works in us, exceedingly abundantly. That is, the ability, when it says it's working, that is, the ability is active. Something is like saying, a machine, I don't know if you've gone to all those warehouses that the machine doesn't stop every time. You know, you know, I don't know. I've not worked in Amazon before, but I can tell you of a FedEx warehouse, you know. In fact, the one, there was one I worked at, US, UPS, one of their warehouses some years ago. And the... Once they hove their machine, so you, it's a midnight shift. Once they hove their machine around 4 5, it will look like Jesus just came. Once they hove that machine, and they will just hove their machine for like 30 minutes because another shift is coming in. Then you have to quickly leave the venue immediately because the next, that's zoo, zoo. 
and that thing, the, in fact, your ears will be so plugged, you'll be screaming on your ear. What are you saying? What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so when we say walking, it's, an, it's like saying an engine is moving, right? An ability that is active. And it means, now, let me tell you something. It means there is something within you. Listen, look at me, everybody. It means there is something within the life of the believer that something is working all the time. And what is it? The Spirit of God is working with you. That means, look at me, guys. Look at me. You are always led all the time. I'll say it again. And I want it to, st I want it to stick. You are always led all the time. That is why, even when it seems like, I don't know if you, let, let me bring this example home. I don't know if it's, even when it seems like you are not praying, you are not doing any spiritual activities as it is, you still know the right things to do from within your spirit. I don't know if you know. You still be, but you'll be doubting it because ah, you have not prayed in a while. You have not, I don't know what I'm talking about. Ah, I've not really prayed though. Ah, I wish you should pray, but you say, ah, am I sure this thing? days? So I'm not, I'm not saying you should not go and pray. <laughs> but there is a machine. That's why it's called, it says, it is God which worketh in you. That's why in the that Ephesians 3 verse 20, it says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all we think or ask it, according to the power that is at work in you. So something is working all the time. So that means a believer, look at me now, that means a believer can naturally, as you are seated now, as you are hearing me now, you can pick something. As you are bathing, as you are driving, as you are cooking, as you are ever watching TV, as you are scrolling through Instagram, something is working. Look at just a couple of minutes ago now what Sister Tavivo just said. I don't even know that something working. You know, it wasn't something we planned, right? Now, I don't want to discuss it because we are recorded. It wasn't something we planned. But it's like saying it just returned our direction and we just know what to do, right? Something is working. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay, look at what Sister Roque told us some months back. Has it not worked? Something is working. Are you seeing it? That's how it is. So now, so, and it means it's independent of you. So, let me tell you something. I heard my pastor say this this week. He says, the day you didn't listen to God, he was talking to you. <laughs> I'll say it again. That, that statement, eh, it was like a bush eye to me. Like, whoa. The day you didn't listen to God, he was actually talking to you. But you know what we do? We just say it as, ah, something told me. See, let me, see, I'm going to expand your studies as we progress in our studies of the leading of the Spirit. That I think we call something. Don't let us be calling it something. Let's give it some reference. Even me too, I, I'm, I'm trying to correct myself too. That thing we keep saying, something. You and I know we are born of the Spirit. You and I know is not something. So why not let's give it a bit of a reference. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You and I know that that thing is not called something. That's God. That's the Holy Ghost. So instead of saying something spoke to me, how about we change our vocabularies? Can we do that? Right? So we can be correcting ourselves. Instead of saying, don't say something. Say it's the Holy Ghost. So that we can give it that quite... You know when you honor something quite a number of times? You are going... You know, let me tell you something about honor. If you... 
okay, this is this projector now. If I talk to you guys today now, as a pastor now, and I use the authority I have as a pastor, and I start teaching you the power of projector, and I tell you, men and brethren, you can look at this white screen and see God. Do you know that you will come to service tomorrow, and your approach to this projector will change? I don't even know what I'm talking about. I tell you that, look inside and see God. You will see that even if I'm teaching, you just be looking, you, you guys will just be turning here like, ah. Even after service, I'm sure you come and watch. I'm sure maybe all of you that used to come to church to pray. One of the days you just come, you come and stand there and say, Man, bro, go do, shit, bro, go do. Hey, bro, do. To look at whether there's really God inside this thing. That's the power of honor and reverence. You will give it more. Are you getting what I'm saying? You give it more as it were that. I've been trying, I've been trying for years to stop calling that thing something. Let's cuckoo start now. How many of you? How many of you are ready? How many of you are ready? I mean, as a church, we have to learn how to grow, right? Into into maturity of many things. So we have agreed now. So manager committee show, we are not going to call it something again. We are going to call it Holy Ghost or God. Or Jesus was talking to you. Anyone. Say, ah, that's the Holy Ghost. So is it, ah, something told me it's not something. Let's not, let's not reduce that thing to something. Let's call it the Holy Ghost said. Right? Can we? How many of you are in one, we are in one accord? Right? Yeah. Good? Okay, cool. So, the day you didn't listen to God, like I said, he was actually talking. So, there is an activity that is always going on with you. Always. An activity is like saying they are always playing a football match inside you. <laughs> Let me use that let's, let's use, they are always, <laughs> let's, go, let's use it this way. They are always, you know, they say machine. You know those warehouses machine now? A way, like that continuous machine is working in you. It's working. And it is, and that thing is God's will. It's too, and why is it working? It's so that you can do God's will. So that means a believer, look at me now. That means a believer can naturally do God's will. Are you seeing it? This, I heard my pastor say this some years ago, and, and that thing blessed me. He said, the day you didn't know, obey God, you knew it, that this was not God. You chose not to. I don't know what I'm talking about. He said it, at, he said it some years ago, and, I'm, and that thing blew my mind. It was like, the day you didn't obey God, the day you didn't do God's will, he said you knew it. This I said, he said you knew it. He said you knew it. You knew it. And I'm like, it's true. <laughs> I don't even know it. There are sometimes you doesn't, I know this kind of thing is not God. Though, but <laughs> look at this. How, how would you even know? Look at how Paul described it in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 5. Is it the differences of administrations, but the same Lord? Is it the diversities of operations, but it is, look at how he said it. Is it the differences of, the diversities of, admi, of operations? He now says, but it is the same God which does what? Now, now use the use the use the imagery of what I touch about work it, work it all you know. So that is, there's a machine that is always working, right? Both the differences, both the administration, both the operation. In a sense, but the manifestation of the gift is given to everyone to profit without. Are you seeing it now? So now that means that there is something that is always working all the time. So that means God is active in situations. In the situations, God is very active. You have no part to play in that working of God. 
You don't have any part to play. It is God that is doing it. So look at it now. Let's, let's bring it home. Let's, let's try and bring it home now. So that means, as a believer now, right? That means that as you are born again, the very minute you got born again, there is an engine room in your system, whether you are sleeping. Do you know that? Do you know that it's those engine rooms that project in your dreams sometimes, or God show you, talk you to you? I don't know if you, I don't know if you, I don't know if they, so can we say, the very minute a man gets born again, I was talking to Indy and I said, there is no way we are not going to release a material on, it's going to be a book, on now that you are born again. There is no way. We have to. We have to explain to people a whole lot of things that happen to them. It's going to be a long book. It's going to be probably a very big one, or we'll be doing it as series. Just say we will have series one in our messages. We'll be doing now you are born again series one. Take this one. <laughs> we'll say now that you are born again, fruit of the spirit. Now you are born again, gift of the spirit. Now that you are born again, salvation. Now that you are born again, prayer. Now that you are born again, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. We're just going to do like tons of. We can say now that you are born again, walk it. So say ah. Uh-uh. Walking. What does walking mean? We're not start explaining the engine room. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. There is no way. We're we'll, we'll going back on that journey. Probably next year or this year. Or most likely next year. I was sitting here and I said, there is no way we're not going to work on that. There is no way. We have to explain it. I don't even know what I'm talking about. We have to. Just give us a few years. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. So you have, so it means when I say we will do it, hope you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Book people, hope you know what I'm talking about. Set one, set two. <laughs> what we say we are, we will do it. All right, so <laughs> you should you should understand. So say, ah, his life. Ah, who even sent me to this kind of place? Sorry, you are, you are already seated in Christ and seated in supernatural conversation. <laughs> So you have no part to play, like I said. The only part to play is to respond. The only part you have to play in this is that you have to just respond to the working of God. You just have to respond to the working of God. And nobody is helpless, right? Nobody is helpless. You are not doing it. But look, look, let me see. Let me, let me see if I can show you something in 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians uh, 2 verse 13. So let me see if I can show you First Thessalonians 2, 2 verse 13. It says, It says that, For this cause, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you receive the word of God, ye heard us. In other words, ye receive it not as the word of men, but as in the truth, the word of God, which what? Look at what it says. It says, which effectually what? Worketh also in you that believe. So that means there is something that what? Is working in you when you believe. So, and we have put it to be like USP, UPS engine room, like, like a warehouse, right? Where the machine never stops, right? So you see that even when you are sleeping, there's a machine in you. So that means they, you can always receive signals. Let me use that word. I remember there was this man who came to our church one time. 
and was telling us about when I'm preaching, it's like a signal. I don't know if you remember that man. <laughs> that he said, every time I'm preaching, uh, it's like a signal. Like they are trying to tune something in his ears. I don't know if you remember that man. That was when we were in the city room. He said that in, I don't know if you remember that man. Yeah, he said, he said that every time I'm teaching, it's like a, like, like, so he said, like, just, just, it's like a signal. I said, hmm. I was like, ah, that's deep, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you are not doing anything in your own power. It is God. All you just have to do, the only part you just have to play is to respond to it. Respond to it. And I'll teach you something. Because when we say, you know that, you know that statement of uh, the grace of God is with you, or just like the song we sang, the grace of God is upon my life. You know, the grace is in everything we do in Christ Jesus. You must understand that one for, for sure. But let me tell you something again. That the man that is born again is an obedient child. So yes, you know, we said you have a part to play, right? And we said the grace of God is already on, on everything you are doing, right? And we said it's God that is working in you, right? Now look at something. The man who is born again is an obedient child. Do you know that one of the names for an unbeliever is a disobedient child? Look at in Ephesians 2. The, look, at, look at how Ephesians 2 calls him. Look at how Ephesians 2 calls him. So that shows that we can naturally respond, right, to the workings of God with us. We can. So that means, <laughs> I'm, I'm going somewhere with what I'm saying. That means we Look at what I said. I said there is a machine, right? There is something working with the believer, right? Right, guys? So that shows that a believer can naturally respond to God's plan for his life. Now, and I said, so now look at something. And I said the grace of God is upon what he's doing, right? Right, guys? And I said, so now, a man who is born again. Now, let's take it in another context. A man who is born again is obedient. Look at how the believer, look at how the unbeliever is described. Look at in Ephesians 2, verse 1. And you are take quickened, you were dead, the text that says, Wherefore, wherein in time past, you walk according to the cause of this word, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walk what? In the children of what? Disobedience. He calls them children of disobedience. Look at Ephesians 5, verse 6. Ephesians 5, verse 6. In that says, Let no man deceive you in vain things. For because these things come upon the wrath of God, upon what? The children of disobedience. Look at 1 Peter, 1 Peter 13 to 14. 1 Peter 1. 1 Peter 1, 13 to 14. It says, Wherefore, guard up your learnings with your mind, be sober and hope to the end that is brought unto you with the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that says, as what? obedient children not fashioning yourself so we as believers we are obedient children our nature is of christ now let me show you how ezekiel put it go to ezekiel 36 ezekiel 36 you know in our studies gradually do you know that is something we are doing in, in church more recently do you know, if, if you've been very observant you will notice that the way i've been walking you through scriptures i'm showing you that there's no dichotomy between the old and new testament if you have seen it at least I've been doing that since the beginning of this year. Okay. Look at in Ephesians 36, verse 34. It says, 
Look at it in verse 34. It says that, uh, let's see from, you know, let, let's see from uh, Ezekiel, I said Ezekiel 36, right? Let's see from, uh, is this where I'm looking for? I don't know if this is where I'm looking for, but I'll figure it out. Uh, I will figure it out. Okay, yes, 27. Let's see from verse 26. Ezekiel, let's see from verse 26. It says, and I will give you a new heart will I give you. Ezekiel 36 verse 26. A new heart will I give you, and I will put my spirit within you. I will take away the stony heart of flesh. And now says, and I will give you an heart of flesh. Look at what Tinas says in verse 27 very quick. He says, I will put my spirit within you. And look at what Tinas says. I will cause you to walk in my statutes. <laughs> I will cause you to walk in my And you will keep, and you shall keep my judgment and do them. You see that? There is something within the life of a believer that is obedient. It is, the, the believer is naturally obedient to obey God. Our, see, look now. So that means, let me tell you something. Look at me, everybody. You don't struggle to obey God. Let me tell you, you actually struggle to disobey God. <laughs> I don't even get what I'm saying. You don't struggle to obey God. You actually, you actually struggle to disobey God. Do you know why? You know when something is not in your nature. Okay, look at this now. How many of you struggle to eat? You know, without any medical condition. You see good food and you are struggling to eat it. You will eat it now. Okay, so now, look at another one. How many of you struggle to breathe? Nobody. It's your nature, right? Now, so now, see. The life of a believer is naturally designed to obey God. He actually struggles to disobey. <laughs> now, see, let me explain something. You know. This is different from the rules and regulations of men, you know. You struggle to obey the traffic light. You run on yellow. In fact, as the as the study, it's about to turn green. You have gone. So you struggle to keep that one. <laughs> when you see police, you slow down. <laughs> if you're running 70 before and they say 65, you you even slow to 50. When you see police. So you see that. <laughs> I'm not saying the rules and regulations of men. No. Even in church here, yeah, God said. Some of you are still struggling to obey things. You see? Ah, everything. This, most everything, you are a believer. I think that's what I'm saying. You are a believer now. You, you don't struggle to obey God. You don't. You don't. Say, I don't struggle, I don't struggle to, obey to obey God. Say it one more time. Say, I, I don't, don't struggle, struggle to obey God. God. You don't struggle to obey God. You don't. So that's why, that's why, that's why, you know, Jesus said, I know the voice. He says, I know my sheep. They know me. They hear me. Go to John 10. Let's see how he said it. Look at how he said it in John 10. Look at in verse 14. He says, I am the good shepherd, known of my sheep, and I'm known of mine. Look at in verse 5. Look at in verse 4, John 10, verse 4. 
he says, then he put forth his own sheep and he goes before them. And he says, the sheep following, for they'll do what? They know his voice. I was somewhere one day, um, some, I think in April, and I was looking at an headsman and how he was controlling the ships. And I was wondering, is there a way this guy speaks to these people that we don't know? It's like, it's like a signal. It's, it's like a ice thing. In fact, what was trying to go astray, to go and hit somewhere the earthmen did not want, and it, the, 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 he just lifted up his stick, the, the ship fell in line. I, 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 I'm very observant of situation. I just looked like that. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so this is how you know the good shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what Inna says in verse 5. He said, And a stranger they will not follow, but we flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. You know me now, if I had gone to that guy, if I had gone to the sheep, the sheep does not know me. Even if I lift my hand, the sheep will want to wrestle with me. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Are you seeing it? Because the sheep is not used to me. I am not... Even if I hold a stick, do you know that that sheep will now fight? How of you know that even goats recognize their own their owners? Do you know why I know it? When we were much younger, we had goats in our house. They will come back home at the right time. I'm not joking. As stubborn as goats are, they came home, they came back home. That was when I knew goats are not as the way we thought. I thought that if it was just goats, goats will be goats. They don't stay one place. It's a lie. It's a big lie. The one we had in my house when I was younger, and the reason why we had it was because we want to kill it. So my mother reared it for almost two years or one year, just because there was an appointed time. There's a time to be born and a time to die. <laughs> so. This goat came home. I thought about it when I was younger. But they say goat is goat. But goat came home. So that means even goat recognizes his owners. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So that shows that it's only an unbeliever that wrestles with God's voice. We are bringing it home. Are you seeing it now? Because the voice is probably straight to him. He's already a children of the, he, His nature is already a nature of disobedience. Are you seeing it? But your own nature as believers is a nature of obedience. So that shows you don't struggle to obey God. You don't. You know his voice. Is this an stranger they will not follow? But we flee from a stranger. So that means when you know, when something else is speaking to you. See, we're going to talk, maybe in this series or maybe not. We're going to talk about even what this utterance is, prophecy. See, it's not all prophecies I take. Oh. There are some people that will give me utterance and I'll describe it. <laughs> Those ones are strangers to me. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Because he says, and a stranger they will not follow, but we flee from him, 
for they know not the voice of a stranger. I think you, should, if you, if you, if you are very, if you, anytime you have time, read that John 10. It will help you. So, so if you, if you, see, let me tell you, if you are struggling to find out the will of God all the time, you will have to stay on the mountain to be praying all the days of your life. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You just you if you if you pray long to know the will of God, say I want to know the will of God. Lord, what's your will in this marriage? You will never marry. Lord, what's your will in this friendship? What was your will? What's your will? You have to stay there. Lord, is it your will for me to have child? Is it your will for me to have you will just you will you will live on the mountains? Look at Jeremiah 31. Look at Jeremiah 31. Look at Jeremiah 31. Are you learning something? Jeremiah 31, verse 33. It says, look at what it says. It says that, But this shall be the covenant I will make to the house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my laws in their inward parts, and I will write it in their hearts, and will be their God, and they shall what? Be my people. He says, look at even how he said it in 34. And they shall not teach any neighbor. And every man say, know the Lord. Look at what he says. He says, they shall know me from what? The least of them into the greater of them. Meaning that, God says that, I will make you do my will. He says, I will help you. He says, there will be no man to say. So that means, even the guy that just got born again yesterday. That person we call the baby Christian. Who you are still trying to teach based on Christianity. Who you are still saying born again. Born again. He knows the Lord. <laughs> he knows the Lord. He knows the voice of God. Yes, you are still teaching him based on Christianity. Stability in devotion. You know, you are still telling him, see, see, see. Reality of the world. Reality. He knows the Lord. He knows the voice of God. Say, I know the Lord. I know the Lord. You're not saying like you mean it. I know the Lord. Say, I know the will of God. I know the will of God. See, you know, instead of saying, instead of saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Ah, Pastor, I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. Why not let your first response in a situation be, I know the will of God in this matter. Remember I just told you, there's a machine working in you, right? Right, guys? All the time. Right, guys? And you, do you know that the only blockage to this is your mind? We addressed that in one of the sessions we did. Is your mind. You know I told you something. I was meditating on this, my sermon, this morning. And one, the only th- one of the major things that have been coming to me since yesterday into this morning has been one example I gave in one of the sessions. I can't, I can't remember which, which one. Where I said, many people can be dancing around the will of God like this. You just be dancing, 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 and they will not recognize it. That, 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 that example I gave you stuck in my mind. And I, and I still feel like saying it again. See, many of you can be talking to a guy now. And that guy is your husband. 
So you know, I like this kind of conversation. And that guy is your but because there is a blockage in your mind, you are not seeing it. So you are wasting time. And you know what? The person too is moving on. <laughs> because there is no one particular will of God for you. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're going to talk about so many things in this series. Though. Are you open? So, I say, first of all. so, like I was saying, why not let your first matter or your first response in a situation be, I know the will of God in this matter. So when somebody just says, I don't know what to do. Why, 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 should, why should the Christian say he doesn't know what to do? When a machine is working in him all the time. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So stop saying I don't know what to do. Stop saying it. Stop saying it. Stop saying that statement. We are designed to do God's will. The nature of the spirit of God. The nature of the child of God, sorry, is the spirit of God. The nature of the child of God is the spirit of God. So that means it is in you to know what God is saying. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is in you to do what? To know what God is saying. It's in you. It's in you to know what God is saying. And let me tell you something. God's instruction, God's leadings are not as complicated as you think they are. You are just the one who have complicated it. Look at it in 1 John 5 verse 3. Look at it. Follow my progression in this teaching. I already told you we have a matching working in us. We are obedient children. We are not disobedient. Right? Follow me. I'm not, I'm not telling you again that you don't struggle. Right? To obey God. Right? Yes, I told you that even a baby Christian knows the voice of God. Right? Yes, and I told you never you say you don't know God's will in this matter. You Rather you say I know the will of God on this matter. So even in this, any situation, I know, I know the will. Let your first resource be, I know the will of God in this situation. I know the will of God. I, I just know what to do. You know, there's some, there's certain things I tell myself. I know what to do. I'm not confused. Like that song says, I know what to do. I'm not confused. I don't lose. I'm born. I tell myself, I know what to do. I know what to. I know. This I tell myself every time. I know what to do. I know where to do. I know how to go about it. I know we, because see, the work of a pastor is quite delicate. That you kind of need wisdom all the time. If I don't know how to respond to you, I'll just tell you. Let's talk about this later. Yet, because I know that by the next time I will talk about it, I will have a very good wisdom about it because I know what to do all the time. All the time, I know what to do. I know where to do. I know how to go about it. I am not confused. It's not in my nature to be confused. You know, I've always taught you that the nature of the believer is light. Not obscurity, not darkness, not Tartarus. <laughs> light. Light means illumination. I have light. You know, it still goes back to that my scripture that I like. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, 
but shall have the light of life. So you can just tell yourself, I know what to do. You know, I don't know for you. For me, I know what to do. I know how to do it. I know where to do it. I know who exactly to talk to. I know what exactly to do. You know, I remember when we were trying to start our, our SoundCloud some years ago. Or start our, many of you were surprised that uh, she will help us do it. I just know who to do it. Don't say, ah, why not use this person? No, that's the person. I just say, ah, hey, why? You know, you can just, you know, just do it. And it works like that with many of the things that I, I tell many of you to do. I just say, it's you that can do it. Yes, I feel like this person may have the ability, but this is the person I know can do it better. It's just like that. And that goes even into life. Such that, I remember there was a day, um, there was a day that Pastor Sela texted me and she just said that, man of God, there's something that the Lord wants us to do in ministry and I just feel like he just directed me to text you. I said, you know what? Me and, I just said, you know what? Me and Barry were still discussing. Barry is my friend. I said, me and Barry were still discussing just yesterday or day before yesterday how we were going to help you do this. You cannot tell me she didn't know what to do. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Me and Barry were still with Tilly Daly and she said, don't worry, we'll do it, we'll do it, right? So when she did that, I just folded the way I said, ah, Barry, we have to do this thing on time. I think it's what I'm saying. I know what to do. I don't know about you, but me, I know what to do. I'm a believer. I know who to talk to. I know where to go. I know how to speak. So I know the will of God all the time. You know? So look at in this first John 5:3. Look at what it says. It says, for the love, it says, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandment, and his commandments are not what? Are not grievous. Commandments in the New Testament simply means it's instructions. It's instructions. It says his commandment. So we can simply say his instructions are not burdensome. A lot of people just think that when the Lord says you should do something, it's going to be tough. So some people say, I've never heard those. See, there are certain skits and certain things I don't accommodate in my life. I've never heard those things where people will say, um, Ah, God is sending you to Afghanistan. He, do you know that? The person that he is sending to Afghanistan is not burdensome to the person. How many of you have observed? How many of you have observed that thing? That thing is not bur- It is you who they did not send. That the thing is looking like, he. That's why sometimes there's any people you don't talk to. So that the instruction of God will not just be bodies up to you. I'm telling you. Because there's some people you talk to, you, you, you start doubting whether God said it. I'm not joking. I don't remember what I'm talking about. You, you have shared something this year. You say, I just believe God said I should do this. And they'll say, Ah! Yeah? <laughs> who, do, who, who does that? Who goes there? 
this and that. You just you just you're just wondering, but it's, it's not really a problem. I mean, I'm willing to, just like Paul, I'm bound in my spirit to go to Jerusalem. <laughs> not knowing what shall be before me. <laughs> I'm bound to go there. But you that they did not send. <laughs> so you see that? God's instruction is not budging so. It's a lie. See, look at me, everybody. Look at me, look at me, everybody. Look at me. It's a lie to think that that thing that God wants you to do is a struggle. So take it away from your mind. No, no, that's why I say, you know that's why I'm saying, look at me, everybody. That's why I say, you can be dancing around this wheel like this. And you won't know just because your mind is blocked. You know I told you, I said, he gives the grace for everything. Right? He's the one working in you. Right? So if he says, pack your bag. Just like he told me. Pack your bag, move to New York. I, I was happy. Because... I thought New York was the best place, not knowing it's this side of New York. <laughs> so, probably if you had told me then, this side of New York I was coming, <laughs> I probably would not have been happy. <laughs> but it's shall nobody is up. I still came. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So, God's instructions, God's commandments are not burdensome. So that's why when he says, my yoke is light, and when he says, my body is light, and my yoke is easy. Are you understanding it? So he, his leading is actually light. His leading is easy. Why we find it difficult to do God's will is our mindset. So God is asking you, talk to that brother. You know, I see a future with that brother. He said, I this brother here I want. Lord, you must do brother here. Brother, give me brother here or I die. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? I want to be very practical in this series because we are talking about God's plan for your life, your entire life. So we have to address a lot of things. So let's say, you, you say, bro Scott, bro Scott, so, bro Scott, bro Scott. And God is telling you, bro, should we do? You say, ah, should we do? Ah. Even the name Shuvidu. <laughs> hmm, this does not look like God's plan. Shuvidu. Ah, no. Say Scott, Scott, Scott. Or this is Scott Thomas. Say, ah, look at the name. Scott T. So when he, when, he, when he told you what's your name, he said, My name is Scott T. I'm born again. Say, I'm born again. Say, tongue speaking, demon casting. Say, ah. Say, I brought Shuvidu. His trousers are gone. Doesn't look like. He's born again. He, you know he's born again. In fact, even your inward witness testifies. They say, the Spirit of God bear witness with your spirit. Even your own spirit testifies. Ah, this one is born again. He's tongue casting. He's demon binding. He's, he's, he's hand lifting. You know? He <laughs> say, bro, should we do? No, 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 no. Lord, and as, you are, as the more you talk, you are having peace. We should we do? Ah, say, ah, should we do? No. Uh-uh. You probably even doing Bible study. You probably ah, say ne, never. Say, say bro, Scott. Lord, is it that Scott or I die? 
<laughs> just like give me Scotland. Give me, say, Lord, give me Scotland or I don't marry. <laughs> so he says, Scotty. Lord Scotty. See, evil Scott. It's S supernatural. Scott, community. <laughs> ah! See, supernatural community. There's even the, the acronym of the name SCT. Ah! T, maybe Thailand. In the meaning is going to go to Thailand. Unless he has been talking to you about, you know, I just have T for Texas. And you just say, I, I mean, thinking in my heart. And he said, like, oh, the guy is just going there for data pro- processing. Oh, what? what? <laughs> so, I've been thinking about it. He said, hmm, Supernatural Commission Texas. I've, I've actually seen it. XCT, you know, Scotland, Supernatural Community. Hmm, Scott T. Hmm. Say, Lord, is this a sign? <laughs> and Shubidu is just saying, you know, let's just trust God. Let's just pray. You're looking at it. I know I'll be born again before you. I know prayer before you. Scotty, you know. Your mindset. So, it will be job. They pick the job and say, no. Maybe they've had a childhood fantasy. That's why I told you in one of these, they say, be careful of lying minds. Say, I must be married at 40. See, a fool of 40 is a fool forever. Oh, I must have had all my children by 40. <laughs> okay. Your mindset can affect how you will receive God's will. So that means God can be telling you, Shuvidu, 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 Shuvidu. You will say, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. You, you are speaking Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. So as God is saying, Shuvidu, you say Scotty. God, your spirit is saying, Shuvidu, you say Scotty, Shuvidu. <laughs> so, so, I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Now, let me ask you a question. Can you dream big? Before you say, before you say, ah, Scotty has all of these things. Now, let's answer your question. Is it wrong for a believer to dream big? You know, those kind of vivid imagination. <laughs> I believe I was one of the first persons to find out that guy on TikTok. I believe it. The guy that started that thing, I believe I was one of the first Because when the first started, before the thing started trending, I've been watching the guy. I just, wonder, I just I was just imagining in my mind. What kind of person just does content like it? Then, now he has changed his name to King of Imaginations. But he, then, that was not the name that I was using then. Just like, Vivi, Imagination. <laughs> so, is it wrong for him? I don't even know what this person is talking about. Me, I don't even use social media. I've deleted. Stay there. Just delete like that. That's your own Scotty. Or your own Shubidu. That's your own. So, now. So remember I told you, he's leading his light, right? And he's leading his easy, right? So why did you find, why did you, let me use it that way, because we actually say follow God's plan for my life. So why did I find it difficult to follow God's plan or to follow God's will? It's because of my mindset. Some people say, uh, you know, God is sending them inside the, God is telling them Middle East too. In the Middle East, you know, inside the Middle East, there is Syria. There is, uh, which other nations are in the Middle East? There is um, 
no, there is this country in the Middle East. Uh, no. <laughs> ah. As, no. No, the, I'm look, there's another country I'm looking for. Eh? <laughs> no. Look at what I'm saying. So, some of you, the Lord is literally saying you should go to Middle East. In your mind, you're saying Qatar, Dubai. Yeah. Okay, Yemen. Let's look at Yemen. Is it Dubai, Qatar? That's the first place that comes to your mind. You say, ah. Is it. Lord, I know you are sending me. So the Lord is saying Yemen. You say no, Yemen, Yemen, Dubai. That's what you are. You, 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 <laughs> you switch it. Iraq. Oh, let's use Iraq. Sorry. So you say, oh, let's use Iraq. Iraq. Law, Iraq. You know, I, I still say some things to today. One of the things. What? Mm, let me be careful in saying. One of the ways, I believe, the gospel has kind of been in that is this series I'm teaching. A lot of people have not yielded to God's plan or God's will. If everybody, eh, if all of us follows God's plan for our life, and I believe we will do more with the gospel. Remember, I've told, I told you in the series one, it's around the gospel of Christ, right? We must have that mindset of service first. So, so his, body, his body is light. Right, so yoke is easy, it's about this life. So, you should dream big. Remember, I said, remember, I said, we asked the question, I said, is it wrong to have a dream, to have a desire, to have all those things that I want to live in a mansion, all those things? Yeah, you should have those desires, human. But prayer, that's why you pray, because prayer is desire. You pray your desires out, right? But the inward witness, now let me tell you where, where to help yourself with your dreams. Because I know a lot of you have aspiration. I want to become this. I want to become that. I want to become the Elon for tomorrow. The Jeff Bezos is not wrong. Even me, I want to see. If I even tell you, my own, it will cut my own heart like this. <laughs> you will say, Bibi. Imagine. My own passed the song. <laughs> so, it's not wrong to have dreams, to have desire. That's why you even pray. You, that's why it says you can have whatsoever you say. You pray it. That we pray our desires. Are you getting me? But what, what, what happens with us is that the inward witness is like an umpire. It's like an umpire to that which you want. So the inward witness is like saying, it's just like saying, do it by the rules, but you can do it big. It's like saying, the inward witness is like saying, do it by the rules. Now let me explain something to you. It's like saying, as a ministry, right, we desire growth, right? Every ministry does. Every ministry does desire growth. Every ministry does. And that's the truth. Uh, any ministry that doesn't desire growth, I don't believe they. <laughs> Maybe they are a cult. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, growth is not at every cost. That's something you must understand. So, that, the, the fact that we desire growth. Okay, now, don't you have vivid imaginations now of growth? Everybody does, right? I do, you do. I'm sure you do it for your cell meetings, you do it for your services, you do it for your churches. Yeah, everybody does. So, and I'm sure you, there are certain people you will look at on social media, you're like, I just wish. Ah, let me just text pastor. Let me pastor, let's go back and do this. Yeah. Do you do that? 
even before we left, before we came online, we had men listening to us all over without us being online. How many of you noticed? By just us just being in one city room on the Google Drive and people around the world was listening to us. How many of you noticed that was happening? So you even made it a smooth sail when we came online. So it's growth at every cost. <laughs> Do you notice that? Even before we came online, we had churches in places. That we've never even been to before. <laughs> Who were listening to us, dear? Getting blessed, dear. How you notice? And we were there with no noise. I think I like this one. <laughs> I think I like that no noise and still making him. I don't even like it. I don't even want you. So I, say, I like the noise and the evil. <laughs> I, think I, I think I like the no noise. But you are just making your own impact. Do you notice? Let, let me give you an example of a ministry. Pastor Chris Oyakilome ministry. Do you know that? There's no really noise from their ministry. I'm not even notice. There's really no noise. The closest of the noise you will see is healing streams. There's really no real noise. But let me tell you. Eh? They are reaching billions. I'm not saying millions. They've, rem- they've left the realms of millions. <laughs> you know, you as if it was a hundred million. They've left the realms of millions. They are in the realms of 2.4 billion, 3.1 billion, 2. Point something billion people reached watching. They've left. I mean, virtually the world, virtually the every country in the world. You know, that's no noise. <laughs> that's no noise, but impact. But you, you are just in one street. <laughs> it's everything you are doing, prophetic night. Everything you are doing, this. Everything you are doing. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. Go if you are led to do it. I mean, let's give an example of something. You cannot tell me that Pastor Jerry is is not led to do what he's doing. You can't tell me that. What God does not do does not exist. You can't, nobody can tell me he's not led to. That's what God led him to do. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> nobody can tell me he's not led. You can see the obvious evidence. But all that people that now started doing it too with them. Why did you not start it before you started it? <laughs> That's a, so there's something I read in Kenneth Egan material that my pastor used to tell us to read almost all the time. He said something. He said, when they told them to start Rema Bible Training Center, many years, everybody started writing emails to them and said, God said we should start our own Rema Bible Training Center. So, ah, ah, why did God not tell you before we started our own? Why is, why, why is it when we started the other? Say, if God tell you, go and find out. To the other, say, teach us how to do it. Say, if God really told you how to do it, Find out what how God wants you to do it yourself. Uh, are you getting what I'm saying? You just see, they just see, we have dreams, we have desires. We are going to reach the nation. See now. I can 
those of you that were in my house yesterday, I was telling you that we just got an access into a new nation. Be is it Belize? And with no noise. Just gentle, no Facebook Live, no Instagram, come on, joining, joining, joining. <laughs> ah, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry I say this, but uh, yeah, me, I mean, I about that. Just think, if there's a man I really respect, and my pastor made us respect him, Kenneth E. He just stayed, that is life, his life is still a mystery to me. And it's quite an example. He just stayed with what God said he should do. The guy, the man was just, he took him, even when he wanted to, the guy, see, you, the videos you will find about him was very few. It's very few because he didn't even want to record anything. He didn't, he just stayed with the printed pages and radio, what God said. He stayed in America. God did not tell him to. He stayed in America. He preached in South Africa one time and he preached in uh, one South American nation. What? This is about three nations and he just stayed there. You know, no noise. And look at the kind of impact he has all over the world. Do you notice that? I'm, I don't know why I'm talking in this direction. Do you notice that? It's actually empty barrels that make noise. How do you know? There's that proverb in Yoruba that says empty barrel, pariu. It's actually empty barrel, people that don't have substance that really make noise. It's actually people that when you start seeing people do they, they don't have they, they, their work is not deep. Okay. Do you need an advertisement for our CCG? You know, there was a day I was watching something and they said, look at the confidence that the teleprompter said. Said um visit this there this is how they said it they said you can join us for service because there is an rccg very close to you and we know it that was how they announced <laughs> no noise <laughs> i don't hear what i'm saying i don't know why i'm staying long on this but i don't know if this is blessing you when you start doing things that is involving your stress, is it? spend so say um, spend money for this. Uh, okay, if you want to do this now, spend the money. I say I don't have it. But say raise it. I can't do it. I hope I raise money. I say we should go advise. Uh, I do breakfast eating so that we people should be eating in service every. You know, if we start pizza night, people will come to church. But that's not substance. Can we sustain it? We cannot. Then we'll be under pressure every day. Then you'll be angry when you look at the church account and say, Why is it? Why are you not giving? Why? <laughs> I hear what I'm saying. Ah. So, let me tell you so, so, is it wrong to have those kind of dreams? No, it's not wrong. We're going to reach the nations of the world. I've always told you, you know it. At least, if there's no way you enter this show, you will not know that we are reaching the nations of the world. <laughs> we are going to obviously reach me. But is it at every cost? Ah, no, no. So, do you know what? Do you know what happens? Do you know what guys are desire? Do you know what guys are desires? That's why you hear me say, we are doing this today. We don't come, I don't come and say, whoa. 
What I said was Panya. <laughs> what I said was, oh, it's a lie, oh. Don't, let's go and be praying more. <laughs> I remember I've heard me say talk like that many days. I'm just, we'll do this, we'll do this. We'll just go back home. Just go, just tell you, I'd not send you. <laughs> it's not now. <laughs> so, do you know what happened? So, the inward weakness guides you. It's like saying, no, don't go that way. Do it in this route. Don't go that way. Do it in this route. Just go in this direction. Are you seeing it? And it will be the right one. There's a scripture that stays in my heart the most. And I always tell you, Psalm 127 verse 1. It's a scripture that Kenneth Hagin used, my pastor used, and I use now. He says, I said the Lord builds a house. Those that labor, they build in vain. That thing there, it, it, it guides my path every time. I, I rather want to build in God's pattern or in God's way than build in my own way. If not, I will labor in vain. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, except the Lord build his house. So let's, let him do the building. Let him be the one to lead us at every step of the day. You see, in fact, even in smallest detail, smallest detail that's coming online, do you know that we have to wait on God? <laughs> you know, everybody now just, you know, everybody, every, every other ministry, they just, once they start a ministry, oh yeah, open the Facebook, open, oh yeah, we did not do that. We did not. We had to pray. We had to receive our trust. This is the time to come out. I will obey. <laughs> it's safer that way. Honestly, do you know it's safer? So I say, hey, it doesn't really matter. Ah, well, <laughs> for you, it might not matter. What for me? Ah, it matters because it is not my work. He sent me to do the work. So if he sends me to do the work, why can't he lead me in all the steps I'm going to take? There's a particular prophet years ago. He will not come to service. <sighs> me and my father will be talking. <laughs> when me and my father is watching, him, he say, this man is not going to service. So. I say, he might not call. And when he, when he comes, there was a time he didn't even come to service for like three months. Hey. Me and my father said, ah, hey, okay, what's this? And when he came back to service the next Sunday, after three months, he said, God said you should not come. Ah. Hey. And I, that thing, eh, it took me years. I, I, still don't think I've, I still don't think I've settled with that yet. He said, God said you should not show up. Ah. I said, so is there a time I can come to service now. I should just wake up tomorrow and say, I'm not sure me to church. My pastor has said a story one day. He said there's a particular church he used to preach at. Before he started saying community, I said uh, that they used to hold meetings every Sunday. He used to preach there every day. This day, the Lord just told him, don't go. Ah. He was wondering. <laughs> he said he just grudgingly obeyed and he just stayed back. He said, do you know that the service that they did not hold because a bomb blast happened around the place. <laughs> so he just, so he just, just, somebody was now wondering, Pastor, is that why you knock on the side? He said, oh, I, didn't, I didn't know there was going to be anything. I just obeyed. I just need my spirit not to go. You know, let me, let me, let me bring this home. Do you know that there can be times that 
you just have a nudge to leave the house. Obvious, that, that's happened to you before. But you'll be excusing it like, let me tell you something. Do you know what you do? You excuse it like, ah, nothing is happening now. What am I doing outside? Nothing is happening. No, no. Take that step. It's in that step you will find out what exactly to do. There was a day I just, I just left. I just prayed around. Because, let me tell you something. If you don't know what to do at first, which, you, which, you, which we have already said to the distance that a believer should always know, you should know that you can never go wrong praying, right? That, that's one thing you must settle in your mind. You can never go wrong praying. How many of you, even, we're going to talk, I, I feel like I'm maybe moving faster than my notes now. But if you even to the essence of talking, there's certain people that you just have a nurse to call. I don't know if that has happened to you before. But some of you will be pushing it, pushing it, say, I'll call you very I'll call If you don't know what to do, just pray now. Just pray. Just, just, just pray. So, the inward witness is like an umpire to our choices. I'm still going to get there. It's like an umpire to our choices. Right? It's like an it's like that umpire to our choices. So, uh, uh, look at something. God doesn't choose us by the wife for you. Hope you know. But the, uh, I've said it on, on, on 100% that there's no one person say, this is God's design will. No, it's not just will, it's tire. <laughs> I said, this is God's tire for me. No, there's no, it's, God will lead you, Right? But you know what happens? The inward witness is that check. It's like saying, bro, calm down, slow down, slow down. Personally, let me tell you, even in the work of ministry, even, even, in, the, in, even in life generally, I check from within, like, ah, Lord. <laughs> I, it was like a couple of months ago when we were to go and preach in that city, right? And we just had issues with our flight. Me and Joe, we just had issues. Me and Joe were supposed to go and preach somewhere. And we just had issues with our flight. I was just like, ah. Hey, are we supposed to? And do you know why? Do you know why I can say it? I am never stranded. That that statement, I know it for a fact. I've been to the aircraft before. They've closed the door and they had to open it back for me. Do you, I don't know if you get what I'm saying? That's to tell you how far I have gone with. I am not stranded. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So this one was like, ah, should I have gone there? Should I not? Do you know what I did? I know that the will of God is to preach. This place we have to be there. So you know what I did? I called all of you. I called all those of you who said one. Oh yeah, wake up. <laughs> it was quite early in the morning. I called all of you who said one. I said, oh yeah, oh yeah, wake up. What are you sensing? Has the Lord showed any of you any vision? <laughs> Why we are still driving? You know, we did not stop the drive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we missed the flight. Me and Joe, we missed the flight. We just took a car. We started going. Like, it's about seven, eight hours drive. We said, okay, let's go. Why we are still driving away? That's why we started shortening out. Because it's a check. So we now, you know what happened? We now did a somba by Azu. You know what we did? We, I thought you somba by Azu. At shortly gathering. That's what we, all of us said, well, we just did a somba by Azu of everything. And the fact made sense. That okay, we are to go. 
we we almost me and Joy, we almost park on the road that day and say, let's stop and let's really check this thing very well. Some people say no, don't go. Some people say go. Even the joy of the don't go again, don't go. I don't know why some people are some people are so scared. Also, don't go again. Don't, let's just turn back. So let's just turn back. I was like, ah. I shall know that something in my hand was driving the car. <laughs> I knew that at least if something wanted to stop. Police should have caught us. I would have, I would have agreed. <laughs> don't go, don't go, don't go. Master, don't go. <laughs> if we are, don't go, don't go, don't go, don't go, don't go, don't go. <laughs> so, the inward witness, right? It's, it's, it's like that home. And you know what? When we enjoy God there, Joy said, ah, Pastor, we ought to have come here. <laughs> and I was like, ah, she means said, don't go, don't go, don't go. I even let us on the joy. She too, she started seeing things. So it means she said, don't go, don't go, don't go. I said, she said, ah, Pastor, we ought to have come. I said, ah. I thought you said, don't go, don't go. You see, as I dress, I wear native. You see, I should not go somewhere. I rose, I wore supernatural community church native. You see, I should not go somewhere. <laughs> I let this on everybody in that meeting. <laughs> Are you getting what I was saying? <laughs> in fact, if I wanted to, this detail is not made for online. Probably after. <laughs> so, the inward witness is that umpire to your choices. So, can you dream big? Are you seeing it? You can. Can you aspire differently? You should. You are a man. You are a man, right? But just allow the inward witness does his, do his daily routine. <laughs> you know, it's like saying you are doing maintenance. Just allow the inward witness to check, check, oh yeah, check or that one, stop it. How of you, you've heard a stop, don't go. I, see, let me tell you, there was a day I was supposed to go to work. And I just had the inward witness not to go. So I say, hmm. It's time, it's time to start obeying his laziness. Anything that, see, listen, that's what you have to let to separate it. <laughs> and I'm going to teach you. You have to say, does that day I just, and do you know that? That day at work, it was something they call black day, a bit dark day. Some things just went wrong. I was like, wow. Thank you, Lord. Now, does it always mean that something will go wrong all the time? No. It's just like, there's a night we used to call, me and Favor, we understand that night, Prophecy Night 2020. We never That day, I was about going to work. And conversation just started. I just said, let me sit down. I believe God wanted me to not go to work that day. And that was how we kept edifying ourselves. We, we prophesied for hours. till about 3 a.m. in the morning. From like around 9, 9, 10, to about 3 a.m., we praying, prophesying, praying. Till today, we still go back to that professor and say, this has happened. This has happened. And the next day I went to work, it did not, in fact, they did not even know that I came and I did not come. 
My boss was like, hey, Benson, this is, I was like, oh, ah. I, I, that my boss, I don't want to measure her name. So you see, <laughs> ah, when you say somebody is a boss, oh, oh, a boss. No, oh, she was just come to me the next day and just, you know, this and that. She was like, I understand, you know, I get it. I, I, I'm like that too sometimes. Ah, you, you have never been like that since I came to this job. How were you like that that day? So something was happening. I didn't get to what I was saying. In fact, I was even telling them that day. I said, they will fire me. They will fire me. Hey, this is the don't worry. Me too, I was worried. So it's like that. Look at the Philippians 4. Am I blessing you guys? You know, we are doing following God's plan. So that means that you can have a life where you will be like Paul and say, I fought the good fight of faith. I finished. I'm very fascinated. You know you can have that life. You know, my pastor's ministry actually challenges me a lot. No noise. And let me tell you. See, let me tell you. There are nations. Nations you don't expect. If not for privilege, you will not know that there is a... There is, they, have their, they have their church on the island in St. Kiss. I was dumbfounded when I knew it. So I now thought to myself, like, what of other nations I don't know? You know, people in India are already coming down to Lagos because of him. I'm like, Jesus. You don't understand. There's no noise. No. Papa has you. Hey, we did this. Yeah. My pastor said, it's from this old street that all these things are happening. <laughs> so it's this old street. I'm like, wow. No, no. Just trust God. I'm talking as touching ministry now. I, I mean, this is beyond you, right? You've always, you always know that. Uh, so I know somebody will hear this only and like, it's true. I, I just told you about Pastor Chris. I don't think they have noise. They don't even have noise in their ministry. And they've left realms of millions. They are now in billions of realms. <laughs> Look at Philippians 4. <laughs> Amen. Are you learning something, Bridget? Uh, I'll try and probably start wrapping up. <laughs> so that we good. So that I don't give you too much. You know when you say something is too sweet, you can go half too. <laughs> so the pastor will like it like this. Look at Philippians 4. Look at in verse 6. It says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayers and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. In Acts in verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, in us is, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. That means, it says, Be careful for nothing. That means, it will less. You see, a lot of us, it will inspire you. God, see, God, do you know that God also inspires you to do things? 
you know, but you know, a lot of us are brought up with worries and complaints. That, see, a lot of us are not brought up with worries. You know, uh, uh, see, personally, if one door closes, another one will open. See, I see. I've seen too many things to share with them. One door closes, they are not giving us this place. Another one will open. <coughs> I can't be worried. Ah, but you know, so say, ah, you know, he, who? Another one will open. Like, uh, see, eh? Pray and just, just pray. As you are, it says, pray. Be careful for not. In everything, the prayer source of it, your request be made known to God. Just don't be key, don't be anxious. Don't, don't be. But you know what? A lot of us complain too. A lot of us will pray and we still be complaining. I've taught you. Go and listen to count your blessings. I've taught you. Pray, thank God. Don't complain. He says, look at what he now says. He says, and the peace of God which over the understanding shall keep. That will keep. It's like it will, it's like say that will keep there. It's like saying it will act like an umpire. It will act like a regulation to how your decisions are going. So that's why there will be certain things. How many of you, when you are talking to some people sometimes and they're trying to make a decision, you just have you just are losing your peace. How many of you? You're about to say yes to certain things. Ah, and in fact, let, let's bring it home to relationship. You like this guy. This guy likes you. You have been talking. And this guy asks you out. And as he's just saying, you know, I really want us to take this to the next level. You just start getting scared. Your peace. And this somebody that you really, you talk to this person. You, you've, you've. I mean, I'm not talking about, no, I'm not talking about natural fears of, ha, ah, it's been a long time I've been in a relationship. I'm scared of commitment. I'm scared of all of those things. I'm not talking about something like that, too. Ah, this thing is distracting, yeah. I'm not talking about that, too. That, eh, eh, this, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying, People have been talking, people, you like it. People have even told yourself you love each other. You know that type of situation. Then they say, let's take it on to the next level. I want, to, I want us to be committed to one. And you just lose your... In fact, you've been losing your peace. As you finish telling you get your love, you say, hey, God. You, but you know what? You kill it like say, I mean, he's a good guy. You, you remember Scott T. Uh-uh, oh. fine. Good job, money. PDH, TDH, Thorda Kavazo, say, ah, and should we do? Should we do his dear telling you? Cease, cease now. Let's just go and pray and trust God for the will. But this one, you know what the world has taught you? You have, you have gone and watch Instagram, apply pressure. You see, it's apply pressure. Like, he knows how to saturate the heart of a woman. <laughs> and it's just talking to you. Now, now, do you know what I'm practical? This is your life. So, these are life situations. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, if, if I teach you this, this kind of message and I'm not practical, then <laughs> you might not get what I'm saying. You will just be applying it. You know, you say, okay, okay, okay. But you just lose your peace. I just like, ah, 
when that thing happens, it's a check again. See, some people, I heard a story of something that my pastor shared one time and he blessed me. He said, there's a woman, there's a sister. Proud to, she has even said yes, they wanted to engage, but she just felt like they should hold on on the, on the marriage. That let them just go and pray more. My pastor, so she, the person had decided to share with my pastor. What's that? Well, let's act on that. In the just giving it time and let's just pray more. She now found out that the man she was supposed to marry was homosexual. You know, that's enough information. Someone said, Did they go out and not marry? That's not a your business. The only she has found out that information. <laughs> I think it's what I'm saying. That can at least help her. Or like somebody that. My pastor won't share this story. I think it's my pastor that shared this story. These two couples, they got married. And this man came to church. He was a Muslim. He acted, pretended, came to church, went through all the processes because he heard that church women are the best. And he didn't want to marry anybody from his own religion. So he pretended, acted everything, did everything. And the sister fell in love with him and all of those things. And he just... And they married. So on the wedding night, he saw that, ah, honey, is not on the bed. Ah, honey, sweetheart, sugar pie, where are you? Ah, he just said she'll come downstairs. So. Ah, he just saw she got to do, I'm bending down the mat. Ah, she first washed her face well, like, David, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> said, ah. No, she's checking again. Oh, no. She says, I'm, I'm praying, I'm praying. And she says, I put it down. You know, you know, look at something. You know, this is a sister who is born of the spirit, bonified Christian. This, that's what my pastor said. I, I think I heard this story years ago, and he said, do you know that? If she has just been patient, she would not have fallen into that error. So I say, what will she now do? <laughs> she can't divorce. Divorce is not the will of God. I'm going to explain it in this series. Divorce is not, a, is not the will of God. I'm going to explain it to you tomorrow. What, what's, what's she going to do in that kind of situation? <laughs> so you see that? So many mistakes can be avoided by you just putting a check on your empire. I know you want to get married. I know. I know you want to... I know you want to serve God. I know you want to... I, no, no, no. I'm not teaching you this to go and be scared of marriage. You don't be scared of marriage. Though. Just trust God, you know. And... Do you get what I'm saying? Take your time. So, that word keep. Do you want to tell me that as a born-again person, you didn't have signs? Uh-huh. I just told you God was not resist to talk to you. Do you want to tell me that? That sister now, sorry to say, she didn't hear God. It's a lie. She just she refused. Are you seeing it? Uh, <laughs> are you are you getting what I'm saying? She's born again now. So when he says the peace of God, pass it all on us, and it shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ. When he says keep, 
that will keep is like an umpire. Like it will have like a regulation to your decisions. So you're about to go in this direction. You saw that multinational judge, like, ah, it's very enticing. Say, mm, that thing will just say, mm. no. No. Look at what I'm saying. It's not every multinational, big companies, high paying salary that is not of God. Because many times when we teach things like this, it always looks like the bigger, the sweeter offer. Not the juice offer. It's not God. No. I hear what I'm saying. I, uh, so just I, I, I hope you I hope you are not confused about what I'm saying, Sha. <laughs> so it will just act like that guide. That's just like Paul. They just knew the Holy Ghost forbade them not to preach. In that 16. You just you just feel like you have to do something. How many of you, you let's, let's take another scenario. How many of you, you just feel like you have to do something and there is just an urgency to do that thing? It's like saying, it's like saying the Holy Ghost is pressing your neck to go and do it. There was a day. I, <laughs> how many of you, that's exactly what you bro. It's like, you want to do something, you, say, you must do this thing. You want to do this thing now. It's like, the Holy Ghost do this, do this. How many of you, that's exactly what you It's like an urgency, like... If, if you don't do it, something will happen to you. <laughs> Even when you want to have it, you know, many, that's why many times when you want to take a decision that involve you, you know, you can be very sentimental with your decisions. You can be. You, everybody is, if, including me. That's why, look at something, before I come back to that, your, 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 your spirit is trained to check your desires. Let me tell you one thing your spirit is, does. Your, the spirit of the man born again, is trained to check your desires. So that means, in following God's plan, the inward witness is not grievous. No, 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 it's not. See, you should always remember that I am an obedient child, right? Right? I'm an obedient child. I can do God's will naturally. See, I am an obedient child. I am an obedient child. I can do God's will, I can do God's will. Naturally. naturally. So that means I am naturally obedient. I am naturally obedient to God's will. Imagine saying that to yourself every day morning you wake up. Like this morning, Lord, today, this day, I am naturally obedient to your will today. I yield to your plan and purpose today. How about that? When you wake up in the morning. So the leading of God affects, see, it even affects our words. That's why when you want to take decisions that involve you, there are so many things you have to do. That's why you should try and check with people too. Sometimes, uh, check with Joseph, check with your pastor, check with what was he? You know this this thing. You know so that your sentiment will not lead you into error. And that's why you should be careful as your friends to you. I'm not gonna give you false prophecy. I say, hmm, me too. I've only been sensing that for years. And just because they know they will reap from it. <laughs> it's like, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So your spirit is trained. So in following God's plan, you know, so the leading of God, so and also the leading of God's spirit also affects our words. It affects our words. That is, you know, God can tell you what to say. I see, I've been in that situation a whole lot where God can tell you what to say and what not to say. Look at it in Matthew 10. Look at Matthew 10. Everybody, I want you to see this scripture. Matthew 10. Matthew 10, verse 19 to 20. Look at it. I won't forget. Some of you were in that service some years ago. I think it was praying in spirit I was teaching. 
And I was talking about, I just started this about the Catholic or something. And I just kept quiet. I remember we that service that day. I don't know. It was it wasn't Jesus or something. I just I just kept quiet. Not knowing that. And somebody in that service was there who, who we needed to save. You know that? If I had continued in that part, because that day I used to say, I always say it. But that day I just I was just trying to say, I just kept quiet and I just moved back to my sermon. I don't remember that day. We're in um, a campus uh, kid at that time. And Taylor, that it was years ago. And we just I just kept quiet. I just it was like I heard it. It was like I heard it something just say, go back to your sermon. Even even when I'm preaching many a times, if I make See, as far as I've prayed before I come to service, many a time, I won't forget something that my pastor did this year, February. We're just teaching. He was just talking. And he just said, he just mistakenly, no, I won't call it a mistake now. He just said, you know, I think he mentioned a month, maybe June or I don't know. I, I will go and even check, I will go and listen to the audio to remember the month he mentioned. And he, he wanted to dismiss it and said, ah, why have I been mentioning this month? He said, no. Mm. He said, no. He said, as far as I prayed, and <laughs> he said, as far as I prayed, that can't be a mistake. He said, watch out for that month. I, I, in fact, just you saying it now, I have to go and hear that. <laughs> I have to go and, I, I, again, that's the next, I want to go and pick that audio again. Yeah. To hear that exact month and what he said, which was out for. I said, watch out for that thing that's going to happen. So, personally, in my experience, I've learned that even my, my examples, Things that I say, even many other times, is not a mistake in a sermon. Yes, there can be grammatical mistakes because I'm a man, I'm human, but many other times, it's just God trying to say something. How of you, when I'm speaking, I might just go off topic and what I just said just blessed you. I don't know if that has happened to you before. Or maybe I shared a story and the story does not even relate with the message. And you just pick something from that. I don't know if that has blessed you before. Because, see, you must know what to say. I will never forget that day. That thing just, that sister was ready to fight me after service. And that thing just calmed that down to listen to what we were saying. If we had said that statement. Look at the Matthew 10, 19. Look at what he says. He says that when they deliver you up and take no thought, how you shall. He says, when they deliver you up, take no thought. How or what you shall speak. It is for it shall be given to you in that same hour. What ye shall speak. And that says, for it is not ye that speaketh, but what? The spirit of your father, which does what? Speaketh in you. It says he will give you what to speak. It says he will give you what to say. He will give you what to say. So that means, see, let me tell you. See, you know exactly what to say to a recruiter in an interview. Let's bring it home. <laughs> That's why, don't, don't take away your spirituality. Yes, study, prepare, read, see. But see, you can know exactly what to say that will make them give you the job. They can just, do you notice that? Let me tell you something. Do you know that? Do you know that? I went for one interview here in Rochester one day. <laughs> and guess what? This man was interviewing me. And that day, I learned a serious lesson. This man was interviewing me in his office. And he said, 
So I will answer the question, and in my head, I thought I was giving this man like, like back to back, like I was eating the nail on him. In fact, you know when you speak and you are you're already proud of yourself, and you say no, that's not how you should have answered the question. He was giving me the right answer. Ah. And it was just a slight detail the guy was looking for. He didn't give me the job. He only corrected me. I took that both spiritually and physically. Because me, I learn. I'm, I'm a very good observer. I learn generally. I will never forget that day. It was in summer. And, and I went that place. It was in downtown. And I, and I, and I was interviewing me. He asked me about seven questions. And I was giving him back to back. And the all seven questions, there was a mistake. And he was just looking for one word. Just one way I will answer it. He told me that. He told me, he said, I will get back to you like everybody always says. And you know the meaning of I will get back to you. So don't expect it. He was very honest. Like, I've never seen an honest recruiter like that in my life. He said, you know the meaning of I will get back to you. He said, so don't expect it. He said, because... I was looking for this statement, and that's what most of the companies. So that means, and I told myself when I go back, like, imagine. So that means there is a way I could have spoke. And pam, I just relied on my own wisdom. Like, ah, she missed interview. <laughs> I studied public communication. <laughs> I studied public. Like, I, I have public speaking background. Now, is it? I know tips. I know how to. <laughs> I watch a lot of videos. I'm, I'm quite educated. You know, you can rely on your pride like that. Uh, it's normal. You want to. Uh, you rely on your own folly like ah, <laughs> what's it? The, personally, I can pra- I can brag on it that there's no way you want to interview me. Even today, if you come up here after people, I will talk. I have something to say. As far as it's not outside my field. As far as it's not science, they're telling me what's the molecular something. It's Udima, I will tell you. I will <laughs> even if it is business, go, I will use my head. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? But that guy just gave me pam pam pam. He said, No, that's not how I should have answered. You should have answered it this way. Ah. Then the first question looked like coincidence. Second one looked like confluence. Third one looked like ah, amalgamation. Fourth one looked like eh. Five one, ah, six one. That's how I missed the O seven question. I just told me, you know, the minute I'll get back to you, I'm not really actually doing it. <laughs> that this I should have done it. So that means there's a way to speak. You know, there's a way to speak to somebody and the person will give you money. It's not manipulation. Forget manipulation. It's not manipulation. Do you know there's a way you can? I'm talking about married couples now. Talk to your husband. Your husband will give you money. I'm not speaking manipulation. I'm speaking leading of the spirit now. I'm talking to... Now, imagine... Do you know there's a way you can go and talk to your professor? And my pastor told us one time that there's a course he would have failed in, in, in university and that professor was very difficult. Very, very difficult. He, did not, he said till today, he still don't know what he said to the professor. The professor said, can you submit the project next two weeks? I said, ah, my brother said, I can submit it in the next one week. And that was it. That's how he did not have carryover. Do you know that? If you're having a difficulty with your brother, they say, well, you can just go and speak and just say, sir. You know? So I say, hey, let me go. So I say, wow. Yeah. I mean, there's a, way, there's a way to speak to your boss. I did it one day. Some years ago, I was working somewhere and 
I already know that uh, my fire is already at the door. Like, if they not fire me today, it's a miracle. And I just went to talk, and everything just calmed down. I was like, oh wow, okay. So I left, and I left the company when I wanted to. There's a way. Uh, there's, because there's a way to talk. Uh, that's why. Do you know this, this, there's also time not to say anything? That the legal just says, shut up. Do, just keep quiet. Just listen. What if you have had things like that in your spirit? Where you just say, shut up. Keep shut. Just shh. <laughs> I don't want this like that. Uh, ah, ah, you should. You're a believer. You're born again. It's just like one day I wanted to I wanted to be explaining one thing to my pastor, and I just remember one thing my pastor used to. It was like the Holy Ghost just reminded me that my pastor says when an older minister is speaking, the younger minister listens. Ah, I wanted to sit and say like pastor, like one day too. I just say mm, yes, sir. I just I after he said like pastor one day too. I just say. I just, I just say, yes, sir. Yes, I just continue, yes, sir. Mm. I just I just remember what the Holy Ghost. He's the Holy Ghost that reminded me. And it's his statement. I was talking with him. I said, when an older minister is talking, the younger ministers keep quiet. That, that, that is a very blessing. That's a, it's a principle in me. When I see, in fact, even my pastor friends, I listen. I, I, I just listen. When an older minister is speaking, because they've gone through an experience I have not gone through. You just listen. I don't start doing man of God for anybody. God forbid. I will hear you and make sure I will be blessed. Even if it is a 10 minutes conversation, except where you ask for my input, that's when I will ask. That's when I will answer. If you did not ask for my input, I will just be saying, wow. I will listen with rapt attention. That statement did not leave me. When another minister is speaking, the younger minister keep quiet. You don't start for me, me to my own experience. Which experience? Shut up. Keep your experience in your pockets. Then you use your experience in your same meeting. Quickly learn what you need to learn and help your life. You know, I, I just said it now. That can be a blessing to you. <laughs> you know, just, just listen. You know, don't start doing me too. I went to discipleship. I went to our church. Shut up. Just listen. And that's why, you see, you see, see, that's why, even maybe when you are even under pressure, you know, sometimes, let me just give you a, a wisdom. You know, fasting deals with your stupidity. <laughs> so that when you are, when you find yourself, you are talking too much. You know, you can just go and fast. You, when you are very hungry, you can't talk much. <laughs> just do that 24 hours fast. I'll just go there and just say, wow. The strength to talk will not be there. Wow. That glory, glory. <laughs> you know, as it is, you just give you the right words to say. You know, that time, when you're just going for a, a meeting or going for, you can just fast. You, you are in tune. You just deal with your, you know, when you're trying to do it, just fast. I don't know why I'm talking this way. I feel like I've, my time is even gone, say, but I, I feel like I'm gisting you in this service. I don't feel like I'm teaching. I don't feel like I'm having a gist. You know, when you're, when you're actually... When you are stupid, like, you know, you know there are times you can tell yourself, ah, ah, you're doing, ah, I'm actually stupid today. So that you will not repeat that stupidness. When you want to go and meet that person or talk to that person, you can just, you can just use the wisdom. Just fast, just be in spirit. Just. 
So you have the right words, you know. You can always tell yourself, I have the right words to speak all the time. You know, I have the right words to speak all the time. My words put me in the plan and purpose of God for my life. No, you can always say the right words. No, you can always say the right words. So there are some words in seasons. You, you can always say the right words. Always say the right words. Always say the right words. You know, you, 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 you can always say the right words. You know, so in following God's plan for your life, right? Uh, about it, I think I will just stop here. I still have so many things to share. That's I, play for me. I close. I, I think I will just stop here. Uh, so you know, you know, look at even in Acts four verse eight. Look at Acts four verse eight, right? Acts four verse eight. In, look at Acts four verse eight, where he says that. I'll just stop here. You know, it says that um, then Peter, being filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You know, there's something that be, there's trust us that being filled with the Holy Ghost that you speak. Do you know that? God has given you the right words to speak to your disciples. Do you know? Do you know that? It could just be, look, look at me. Uh, I, I, I tell you tomorrow. And I know Sergio might listen to this up there. He knows. He just said, Holy shit now, you can do it. And that kept me in ministry today. What is in that statement? Do you know that that's the right word? That's just the right word. You know that that means you can have the right word that you can speak to the life of somebody. And you know there's no everything you have to respond to. There are things you have to be quiet about. It's not everything you have to respond to. Not everything you have to respond to. Just learn to see the right things. Learn to see the right. This all the day are saying the right things. You know, just see the right things. Say the right things. Ask the right questions. You know, see the right things. Says Peter, being filled with the Holy Ghost, he said. You know. So, like we said, right? In following God's plan for your life. Your will is involved. Man is involved, right? Uh, I'll close this way. Your will is involved because God never made man a robot. If you look at it, that John 17 prayer, John was the only writer that captured that prayer for us, right? And, you know, if you read other synoptics, right, that Jesus was saying, not my will, but your will be done, all of those things. But only John captured that prayer in John 17, what Jesus was actually saying. Prayer in God's being Gethsemane. So it shows us that there were things Jesus was actually saying. And you know what? You are not a robot, you are a son. And you must learn to do his will all the time. So in the business world, in your career, <laughs> you can walk in the God will of God over your life all the time. And remember what I said: the umpire, right? The check. And let me tell you, they are right words and they are wrong words. I'll close that way. We'll continue tomorrow. There are so many things I believe the Lord will want us to share tomorrow. So don't miss tomorrow's section. Amen. They are right words eh? and they are wrong words. They, 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 they are right words eh? and they are wrong words. See, see, how many of you speaking wrongly have put you in trouble before? 
ah, it has put me in trouble. Me I, I remember I called my teacher MOK Prime before. And today I've not recovered. <laughs> I've not recovered from the mark and the scratch. I said, sir, you're a monkey. <laughs> you know that's the wrong word. <laughs> See, do you know that? In that same right words, right? I don't know if you believe you are hearing the right words in this service. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know that. You also heard a right word to get in this service. Oh, I'm not sure you catch what I'm saying. I don't know if you know you heard something. That's why you're into this. That's why you're in church. I don't know if you know that you are also in a relationship. That's why you're in church today. So that you will hear what I'm teaching today as a right word for your life. My pastor says it this way: that the head Macaquin said this. He says there are so many relationships that God put us in, such that He won't tell you. Right? He puts those relationships around you so that they can tell you what God is saying to your life. <laughs> we'll look at that. We'll look at that tomorrow. So that's why you don't leave those relationships. You don't because of offenses. You don't. See, I told you by the Spirit of God, there are some relationships some of you have to repair. Like, repair. It can be difficult, but you can just trust God for wisdom to repair them. Just repair them. I say, ah, you know. Because see, We never, I, I, I told you, we never knew what happened to Barnabas again. The Holy Ghost did not tell us because of a relationship. So can we say, look, look at something. So can we say, Timothy found out God's call on his life because of Paul. Are you seeing relationships? Look at Elijah and Elisha, relationships. So that means that there are certain things that sometimes God wants to say to you. And also the right meetings. Don't miss meetings. Don't say, Bible seminar. We say, Sunday service, Tuesday. Don't miss up. Camp meeting, missions. Don't miss me. Don't select you. Don't select meetings. <laughs> you know, I still say it tomorrow. If I wasn't in WCC, I won't be in New York today. What if I selected a meeting? I'm not going this year. In fact, there was nothing I did not borrow. I borrowed the money for ticket. I borrowed the boxes. The only thing I did not borrow when I was going that year for WC was myself. <laughs> Everything was borrowed. Imagine I selected and said, I would I will go next year. And God is, and God does not have your time next year. God is talking about something else, not your case next year. <laughs> God is talking about another person next year. Don't say, I don't personally, I don't say, somebody say, you're still coming to say, me? I don't, I cannot say repeat meetings. I cannot. <laughs> what if that's where God wants to talk? <laughs> you know. So, we, we, we walk in, you know, so, so it's not difficult to follow God's land. Just look at the pattern. You have not been, you don't miss service before. You now saw a job that says you should be working on service day. Are you seeing that? That's about, you're about to do something wrong. Are you seeing it? 
you know that will be doing services you don't miss it you now saw a job offer that will pick, allow you miss me doing services mm, maybe I will listen to it on on Spotify <laughs> that's the step are you, are you seeing now are you seeing following God is not complicated it's not complicated because you know that you know what it has done You know what it has known. You know that you talking to this person does not inspire you to serve God. You know that you talking to this person does not inspire you. It makes you, it's just like a dwindling. If you know, there's also certain people that you talk to and the urge to serve God is not there. If you know what I'm talking about, you just feel like, and that's the same person you say you want to marry. It can't, it's no, and you see that some things does not click. God will not contradict his word now. And anytime you come around a person, they have a time to pray, they have a study, they have a nothing. It's just, in fact, when you leave, you see, all oh, your week, you are not this spiritual activities again. Ah. <laughs> There's no two ways around it. And back to what I was saying, as I, as I, as I fit, finally, finally now, <laughs> finally, 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 they are right words. Step into that realm as the years progress. They uh, are right word. So that when we are speaking, somebody will say, Wow, you know, I'm sure some of you have experienced it in your outreaches where you spoke to us. You know, you know, you just spoke this to me. I don't know if you, people have said that to you in your outreaches before. Uh, you know, that's a right word. You know, that can happen all the time. That's why I tell you, pray, especially when you're going for outreaches, you know, trust God for right. That's, that's why we pray for utterances, right? I will trust God, amen. Does this bless you? Sure. How about you be on your feet and just thank Him. Thank Him for what you've learned this evening. Blessing. Richard and blessing. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. We all know you.